I watch film, but I'd be honest, I mean, when I first started watching film, I was just watching the game. Hello everybody, welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I am your host at DDD NFL on Twitter, and of course, follow the group at UK Packers, and I've kicked Mike Spofford out of the studio. So get out, Mike, right? And I got back in, me old buddy, me old pal, at Ryan Peacock NFL. Ryan, what's going on, man? I'm good, I'm good. Back from a big, big party and weekend in London. So go on, tell me, what was it? What, what was it like? I, I, was, I was cooped up. I left you to go to Lambo and you got one over on me. It's tit for tat now, isn't it? We're a typical old married couple. Don't get me wrong. I think Lambo, you know, late, sorry, London was a, a great, great party and everyone had a fantastic time. I don't think it quite matches up. You're trying to make that on an even keel there to Lambo. <laughs> I mean, come on, you're still, you're still the bad guy in this relationship. <laughs> anyway, so we turned up and, uh, as you know, for anybody watching the London game, I think we finally got a competitive, good London game. Um, and then nobody wanted to win it. So it turned up being, you know, ended up being crap in the end anyway. But what it did mean is when I first got to the club, there was literally nobody there because they were all still at Wembley watching the game. Um, but it did fill up. We ended up with over over 30-odd people there watching the Packers game. We had some guys come all the way from Germany, uh, mm-hmm. just outside of Frankfurt. Um, so shout out to Dave and Tank uh, that, that came over because they said they listened to us. Yeah. Um, so that, that that was good to meet those guys and we met a lot of new people which was good sometimes with a lot of the meetups it's you know the same faces and we love seeing those same faces but this time around we had we had a, almost an entire pack of new faces which was good it just shows again that we, you know we're growing in the appeals out there to get together yeah do you know what like from going over to lambo meeting mark murphy having greg jennings on the podcast you know Mace all these people like you know you can trust us now we've we've two epic Lambo trips under our belt you went the first year with the crew I went the second year with the crew shall you know, I just drop in there again that when I went we won when I went we I'm got, just going to rub it in when I went we got pitch side but lost <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of balances up but here let's go back to this international series game I had to laugh right because people slag us off about how kind of European we are that you know we play the Chiefs every year in flag football at our Super Bowl meet which is our next meet by the way okay it's free so come along um, play flag football and then we go and we're going to have an event in Bloomsbury or whatever but anyway so we played them the, what was it two years in a row now and we've drawn both times and yeah. people said oh how European is that you know the Americans we go in and win it like we play till the sun goes down there's no more light so we, we head off to the pub it's very Irish so the international series game reading the emails from nfl uk celebrating the fact that it was a draw they're like finally after all this time we've got a draw at wembley dudes that's no that's not a good thing like yeah look it was a good game but the draw isn't the important part we all saw what happened against the seahawks and the cards and that game ended up three all and then it went to an agonizing six all and then both of the lads missed the chip shot field goals a la, you know, sort of Ryan Peacock style. And that's something I want to clear up here. I have an apology to make, Ryan. Okay. Okay, you ready for this one? Well, I'm waiting for it because I don't think you've ever apologised to me before, but okay. I want to (laughs) apologise to Connor Ward because for Connor, I said he was the worst kicker in UK Packer history. And then I realised when I looked back at the replay of the picture he had, the ball was falling over. So, yeah, I'm sorry, Ryan, as you're still not getting your apology. I want to apologize to Connor for telling on the last podcast that he was the worst kicker in UK Packers. I'm sorry, Connor, if you're listening. Ryan, 
that's your job now, baby. I'm sorry about that. You're back at the worst kicker. The hold was good. There's good condition. <laughs> you have a face like a slapped arse now. I can see you. You see, you, you was building up to you thinking you were getting that apology. I'm sorry. It's Connor. Yeah, I did. I did. And you know what? <laughs> I should have known. I should have known there'd been a curveball or a U-turn in there. You know what I mean? Oh, I just love, I love the way I said you're ready and you're like getting ready, rubbing the hands like a praying mantis, getting ready for that. No. Sorry. I just, I don't know. I mean, maybe one day we'll stop talking about the missed field goal and the fact that I just scored touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I am Jimmy the Hands over it. You know what I mean? That is, that is my nickname, Jimmy the Hands. Dude, yeah, look, you're that dude, you know, when you're younger and you try to give yourself a nickname, you know, like that's, just stop pushing it. You know what I mean? Let the lads give you, let the lads I'm, give I'm you I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you've only got to ask the boys down at my American football team. <laughs> oh, I am Jimmy go. the Hands, I'm telling you. Jimmy the Hands. Yeah, yeah, I tried to get the last to give me a nickname when I was a kid, you know, like Sonic, because it was real fast. Never, they wouldn't do it. No, just wouldn't do it. I thought, but, it, I thought it was just because you had crap spiky hair. Well, that you know what? That was kind of an evolution <laughs> after that, so it kind of fitted. But I didn't have spiky hair back then. Shaved head. Tried to get them to call me Sonic. Didn't work. They had the inventive nickname O'Briner because my second name was O'Brien. I know. They're always been very witty. <laughs> but anyway. Keep it, keep it simple. Keep it simple, mate. So look. Then you can understand it it's halloween spooky style right so I, i've got some uh i've got some proper um impossible halloween question for you have you halloween themed but i think if you i remember i'm winning why not is it not a draw i don't know i thought it was four three to me well it's about to be four all either way i'll go back and we'll have to go back and listen Okay. Um, to what's going down but yeah we've got that impossible question we want to talk about the Atlanta Falcons game and I want to give people a slap in the face punch people in the throat junk punch people and put them in cement boots and throw them at the bottom of a river because while you were boozing up in London I was all alone uh, uh, professionally boozing I was at home alone with my Green Bay Packers blanket on my pink fluffy socks and I was watching the game on the Twitter box and there was just some vitriol coming in because you know when I was at the Dallas game and you were a man on the Twitter box and you had all this gack coming in at you I had a fair yeah. amount of gack coming in at me Ryan I know I mean and I have since seen some of the notifications and some of it's crazy I mean yeah we lost the game by a point but we saw everything we wanted to see and I mean what your uncle was playing in backfield um, I think you know my, my long lost dad was playing at safety Do you oh, know yeah. I mean they did pulled guys in from anywhere to get a team out last night and actually, from what I saw, it was one of, as mad as it might sound, it was one of our better performances, especially on offense. Yeah, well, look, let me go on around here because we put out sort of a silver lining tweet. Because, look, we get our asses kicked all the time when we put out a like, slightly negative tweet. We get our asses kicked when we put out a positive tweet. But let's put this win in perspective here. Let's just jump right into the game. We'll get to the whole Niall Davis news in a little bit. <laughs> We've no running backs, no tight ends, no cornerbacks. We banged up wide receivers. You know, we were playing Geronimo Allison, you know, which is an awesome name. But, I mean, he wasn't even in the squad. He was on the practice squad. He was let go, brought back to the practice squad to give him a second chance. And then he ends up catching his first touchdown. We would no Clay Matthews. We've more players injured than we do that we can actually field. We're up against the number one offense in the NFL, in their stadium. And we only lose by a point. Look, we got let down by the defense. That's completely true. Mohamed Sanu just ran amok on that final drive and it's incredibly frustrating. But I don't think we can complain because we were banging on about how we were upset that the offense wasn't clicking, that Aaron Rodgers was holding the ball too long. It turned out that when he held the ball for 2.6 seconds or more, 
all four of his touchdowns came on those passes. So now he's doing a thing where the offensive line is giving him enough time and people are getting open. So we have fast dudes like Davis, Trevor Davis, Geronimo Allison, uh, Devontae Adams. I mean, look, Aaron Rodgers was thrown into double coverage to, to Adams and he was coming down with the ball. This is a very positive step for us to take. For us to score 32 points um, at the Georgia Dome, away from home, where it seemed impossible, that we didn't have a running game, so they knew we were going to throw it. I mean, what more do people want? And one guy actually came back, right, Ryan? And you've probably seen this. And said, it's pathetic, he said. It's absolutely pathetic what the offense did. What are you talking about? What do you mean it's pathetic? We've no running game. And then we pull out 32-point game where Aaron Rodgers has a quarterback rating uh, per PFF of 126.1. Yeah, and we were still in with a good shot to win it even on the last drive right up to the end, you know. The thing is, if a four-touchdown game is pathetic or disappointing or going to make people angry, then, you know, some of the games that I think back to, was it the Jets where we won the game but we scored nine points from three field goals? Yeah. You know, call that, call that day offensively pathetic, you know. Mm. But... Not a four-touchdown day. If you score four touchdowns and the other team still beats you, it's just not your day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's not going to be many teams out there that score four touchdowns and lose. But unfortunately, this game was always, always set up to be a complete shootout. Yeah. You know, and we, we spoke a bit before the game. They had one of the worst pass defences in the league. They're somewhere yeah. down towards the bottom of that. 31st, yeah. We had absolutely no option but to pass the ball. You know, they've yeah. got a fantastic passing offence. And our secondary is completely banged up. So it was going to be who could get the stops or which team was going to, you know, make make the mistake or whatever it be. But it was going to be a shootout. It was going to go end to end. And that's what we got. And I tell you what, for any neutral watching that game, then it must have been fantastic. For us, yes, it's disappointing. It's always disappointing to lose. But there's far, far more positives came out of that game than, than the negative of losing. I tell you, it's the only time where I've seen the Packers lose, and we have lost some unbelievably agonising games. It's the only time that I've seen us lose by a point, and I didn't go off and get into a cold shower fully dressed and weep for 20 minutes. Because if you look at this on paper, if someone was to say to you, Ryan, uh, predict the score. The number one offence in the NFL at home, you've got to play them. You go, okay. And they say, you're not allowed to have any running backs. No tight ends, barely a cornerback uh, in the whole team. Uh, you're you're fielding complete rookies here or inexperienced players. You don't have one of your main pass rushers, um, and you've a pretty questionable record up to this point. What do you think the score is going to be? I would have said fifty burger against us. Like we're going to get absolutely embarrassed, and it's going to be awful. And the fact that we could have won that game had they just stopped. So no, because look. I watched that final drive again today in my lunch and I nearly choked on my sandwich. I mean, how they didn't stop Sanu is beyond me. Why they paired him with a linebacker, again, Jake Ryan, is beyond me well, down in the end zone. My only theory on that, and and actually had a guy, again, from my American football team, a guy called Darrell, who's a Seahawks fan, so obviously doesn't know anything about uh, football. Yeah, his but, opinion doesn't count. Yeah. You know, yeah, so he says to me, Mohamed um, Sanu, why is he so free? You know, Jake Ryan doesn't play well there. He, he's, he's miles from him. Any time a receiver like that can get covered by a linebacker, that's what he's looking to do because he knows that's a mismatch speed-wise. So most of that time, that receiver will get a step on that linebacker. And it just had me thinking, would we normally have in that situation maybe have had the extra defensive backing and play in that, like those sort of nickel and dime yeah. roles that you get? 
Now, we might have done that. Now, the only problem being is obviously with our lack of depth at the minute because of the injuries, I think it meant that we couldn't be as flexible in our back in, in, in our secondary, sorry, as we wanted to be. And that's what ended up leaving the linebacker covering Sanu. And I think, you know, that's an incredibly quick guy being being covered by a middle linebacker. And it was probably probably inevitable that he was going to find that space and make those plays. But they were going to him the whole game. That's what annoyed me. And look, we had this positive outlook on Twitter and that's how we feel. And we are, some, sometimes I feel we're curtailed a bit than what we can say because you can't drop the F-bomb because you feel like it at times and you want to throw stuff at the TV and you want to kick the dog in the face. But then, if you look at Sanu on the end, what did, what did he have, five catches for 50 yards on that last drive? I mean, that's criminal. And what I what you can definitely accuse the Packers do, of doing at times is not making those adjustments. It's like we stick to the game plan no matter what. And it shows kind of a level of arrogance. Like... Mohamed Sanu caught nine of his ten targets for 84 yards. Mm-hmm. Right? 41 of those coming after the catch. Because what it seems like sometimes is that the Packers are quite willing to allow the dink and dunk passes because they always think they're going to stop him before he gets to 10 yards. Now, we've seen Bryce make a tackle where he just folded the dude over uh, down by the end zone that time. <laughs> that was impressive. That was good to see. But they're the type of stops that, yeah, if, of course, if you can make them. But then you've got short downs and you're trying to protect you know it just doesn't work and they were doing that to us all night even the tight end Austin Hooper right he had a lovely day for himself catching all six of his targets yeah I think that was a career day wasn't it coming into that game he'd only had something like four catches all year yeah and And then he ends up in five in that one game and that's the thing like we're banged up we're in a dome so you don't have to deal with any of that sort of wind lark and Matt Ryan is playing explosive and then on top of that I mean you know we played this team who were coming off a two-game losing streak. So they'd lost to the Seahawks and the Chargers. And the only reason that they lost those games was is because they were trying to chase the catch back up to win the game. And Matty Ice throws two interceptions. And that nearly happened on the drive against the Packers. You see that one where he threw the ball and Aaron Rodgers going bananas on the sideline, shouting, come on, because we nearly had that interception. Mm-hmm. You know, he nearly did it again. And that's all we were missing was one of those desperate kind of, you know, throws at the coverage plays to come down with the ball and close the game out we were so close to winning um, but look this is a strong Falcons team and I don't look I always feel that this is the way it is that the Packers when they go up against like when we went up against the Broncos last year and the Panthers I thought we had them and then we ended up losing just knucklehead plays so I thought that we had the Falcons here and I think they'll just drop out in the playoffs they're going to meet someone who will outscore them or all they're missing really is look Matt Ryan's stats go way down when he's blitzed. So all they need is a really strong uh, blitzing defense, and I reckon he's going to get buried. But it's annoying that it came down to the last drive. We got done in by the linebacker being put on the wide receiver, who was ridiculously fast, who was catching all of his stuff. Um, but I thought, at the same time, had you given me the options of what I thought we were going to do before the game, I thought we would have got completely waxed. So I think what we can do is, is we can practice what we've learned in this game now against the Colts and I said this earlier in the podcast a while ago and I got laughed out of the room that I think that what the Packers need is they need to just let Aaron Rodgers throw the ball around they need to take away this balanced offense lark you have Aaron Rodgers why do you need to be balanced he can punish you by throwing the ball there's plenty of quarterbacks out there doing it without running backs 
I remember when you made that point as well, and I disagreed with you and said, actually, no, we, you know what, we need a running game because, it, you know, you've got to have the balance thing and one sets up the other and so on. Yeah. Um, but from what I saw last night, yeah, let's. you've got to just let Aaron Rodgers go out there and be Aaron Rodgers by looks of it, and I think I was wrong on that one. So there you go, I'll chalk up a point in your wing column. <laughs> That's right, I'm not a proud man. Yeah. Um, but no, I think you're right, and, and really, we've got no option but to do that now, have we? Mm. Um, concerning, obviously, Montgomery was another guy out last night. Um, it'd be great to get him back, because I think he was quite effective, particularly against the Bears. Yeah. You know, with those sort of short Duncan Duncan run type passes that we were seeing. So I think once he comes back into it, hopefully we get a few of these injured guys back in quick. Um, and I think then, really, I don't think there's anything to be worried about now going forward if we see those sort of performances from our offense. Our defense has been fairly good all year, I would say. Mm. Um, you know, last night, like we said, always going to be a shootout, and we ended up just on the wrong side. Of, of the of the winning post there but um for me this team looks okay going forward we might have even chalked this up when we had the schedule come out start of the year and we saw the atlanta falcons you know we know the falcons are a good team they, they got stacked with talent matt ryan is a good quarterback um so you know we may have chalked that one up already if you were going to try and predict results you might have said that could be one we would lose we ended up losing it by a point and we had probably our weakest in terms of depth, our weakest squad on the field. Um, so I think we all need to stay positive and get behind this team because maybe, just maybe now, we're starting to click. Yeah, and can the people asking for Brett Hundley to come in and us to trade Aaron Rodgers, can they please stand up? Oh, uh, yeah, those Nobody. guys. <laughs> That's just not... It'd be nice if those guys would tweet again saying, yeah, see, I was right, I, Hundley should be in there. Do you know what? It's it's like that story you hear, and it's, it's the high school, kindergarten kind of story of the teacher who gives their whole class toothpaste and they say get the toothpaste open it up and squeeze it out onto the table so they all do it and then they say right now put the toothpaste back in you can't right and that's the same when you come out with this lark like sell Aaron Rodgers and uh, sell but you know trade him and then promote Hundley to number one you can't take those dumbass comments back when you say them similarly you can't push the toothpaste back into the toothpaste jar or tube or whatever you know what I mean so just the next time you feel like saying something mental, and we all do it, I mean, I, I, you know, there's plenty of times I go, that's it, dumb capers, that, you're done, that's it, get out, you know. But we need to, you know, you need to calm down. Just keep your toothpaste in your tube, will you? Yeah. Don't prematurely I, bust your toothpaste out of your tube. Yeah, and I think is right. I mean, on one hand, every, you know, everyone gets an opinion, and that's great, and that's why Twitter's there, because everyone can say what they want, and sometimes that's a bad thing, but people can say what they want. The thing is, you can get labelled a dumbass, so don't do it. <laughs> yeah, oh, and then people screenshot your tweets, and then they come back at you after, and then hand it to you. You know, it's the, it's the digital world that we live in. But come here, um, we're bad at running back, right? What were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say, wait for somebody now to prove where, where we've said something absolutely ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And they're a... going to screenshot it and send it <laughs> into us now. <laughs> it's set them off now, yeah. They'll be going back there through five years of tweets. Well, good luck to you. We've said some pretty much, uh, some pretty big dumbass stuff. Yeah, I pretty much talk crap all day long, so you'll find something. Oh, yeah, there's plenty. <laughs> plenty. Yeah. Uh, but look, um, the running backs. They've let Niall Davis go. That was breaking news today. Um, yeah. And you know what? It's one of those moments, isn't it? You know when they say to you, where were you when JFK was shot? And they don't say those because we're too young. But it's one of those comments like, oh, where were you when Michael Jackson died? And, you know, and anytime anybody asks, 
us or you know what were you doing when Niall Davis would let go the answer is always creating a meme about Niall Davis because we always like try to get out the the cutting edge of creating memes so if anything big happens in Packers history you better believe we're in doubt in the meme room and we've created one so I put out one today <laughs> of, uh, of Don Jackson coming into the room just one dude in an empty room with a chair like hello <laughs> just because no one there am like I, am I in the right place <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah we're do, do we even need to like if we need to cut some costs at the minute or something? You know, we need to get some more more money back in the bank account. Cause we might as well just let the running backs coach go because he hasn't got any backs to coach. Oh yeah, yeah. The dude who cuts <laughs> up the tape study for the offensive line to break open gaps. Don't worry about it. <laughs> just I tell you what, you know. though. I tell you what. When we've played flag football, Steve's pretty quick. I mean, oh. if if I was a running back, I'd be a power back. I'm going to be like the bus. I'm going to just <laughs> power through maybe get one or two yards but steve's got some moves on him he's got some quick feet oh, yeah. i reckon we should uh someone should be his agent and get a call into the packers and get this guy a workout well i'll tell you what here's my idea and if i look uh, right i've got two things to say shameless here number one i've got an idea if there's any film producers out there that want this idea i've got a great idea for you here's the idea it's from wicklow to canton i'd love someone to come in and try train me which is unlikely as you as you can believe to try to get me up get me up to the standard of you know running back kind of stuff and then put me into the combine and see what i can do how brilliant would that be some little twinkly dude from ireland not of the right age and uh to try uh to try get onto some type of team i was thinking that or get out and try kick a ball you know try kick a few field goals ryan this one doesn't apply to you we're we going back to kicking again yeah i know How this, do you do this, it? this dream doesn't apply to you but i'm sort of thinking imagine i was to just go out and, and learn to kick from like all these different types of angles and then was ripping off 70 yarders and then went out and got signed by a team can you imagine yeah mate well no not really i think your best chance of getting to canton <laughs> is if we get you a part-time job cleaning the toilets or something <laughs> we can get you in there then cleaning the busts yeah. Say I'm good at that clean and bust. You get to polish head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a double you whammy. Polish, that's a double. Polish Wait, busts. Is on. that even better? No, not really. No, it's all the same. We're gonna have to put <laughs> an explicit uh, marker on this. We did have a clean lyrics yeah. thing, but not anymore. Eight, Eighteen plus. Well, yeah. I tell you what. Maybe even better if we can't do that and we can't send you all the way to Canton. That could be the ultimate England v Ireland test. Oh yeah. Who can perform better at the combine? Oh, I've had this. ends up in the backyard in somewhere in London. Yeah, some running around washing lines and stuff. No, I, I hate this one, idea. Well, I know one you'd definitely beat me on vertical jump. Oh well, I'm sure yeah. I'm the only guy that jumps and mid jump is lower than his actual standing <laughs> height. <laughs> you end up on your knees. How that happen? Yeah. I'm just lucky, lucky that I'm six foot two and I've just got a good standing start. Yeah, you just put your hand up and you probably already bet me while I'm trying to jump up. <laughs> depressing but um yeah so the second um idea actually yeah because that was an idea that i i gave to neil reynolds and he never listened to me so i told him that what we should do is, is a broadcaster's combine so have like himself and jeff ryanbold me and you and some of the other lads nat coombs and stuff vernon Kay, and have us do like combine drills and see who's the number one nfl broadcaster I why don't we idea. why don't we set this up and we could even maybe challenge the guys at gridiron magazine oh i like it yeah there's, they, talk there's some, they talk a big there's game. Some, there's some different athletic shapes in that group, so we could cover all a number of positions, I think. And like the trend on holiday. So look, Gridiron, if you're listening, this is an official challenge, boys. All right, get your cleats yeah. on, bro. Yeah, well, let's do it. Let's find a field. Let's and do this, it. the second shameless thing I was talking about is is that we're a successful podcast. We fly high in the charts. We're usually above inside the huddle. Um, so what we're, and they, they've got sponsorship why can't we get sponsorship if you want to 
if you want to sponsor the podcast give us an email ukpackers at live.co.uk hit us up on twitter at ukpackers facebook just search ukpackers instagram search ukpackers see where this is going visit our website www.ukpackers.co.uk now we're not a commercial organisation we spend a lot of money out of our own pocket to try to keep this thing on the road here so if you want to sponsor us you know what I mean Campbell's Soup Wrigley's Chewing Gum Jurex oh, like Condoms we were, I mean we, anything if we went with Campbell's we could be sponsored by Big Chunky <laughs> <laughs> I feel like oh, that could yeah. be another one of my nicknames yeah I'm just going to give myself loads of different nicknames here the Big Chunky yeah see which yeah. one sticks Big which Chunky or Jimmy the Hands <laughs> that's the question let's get let's get a poll going beef beefy chunky yeah yeah tweet in what do you like big chunky or jimmy the hands jimmy the, jimmy the hands jimmy the hands chunky soup yeah right i think we should maybe do and this isn't planned at all here i reckon we should do like a mock-up ad just to show people what we've got what what, what would we advertise here and that, what you want to advertise a product yeah just to show them that look this is what they're missing you know if they want to sponsor us this is what they can get oh okay so let's say we're sponsored by um haribo only because I've got loads of Haribo left where I didn't have enough trick-or-treaters come. Oh, man. L- listen to me. I got absolutely annihilated by trick-or-treaters, right? It's, we, we bought a house here and this. It's a sort of... I'm usually from a sort of a small country town. So we, we bought a house in this bigger uh, place, bigger estate. Loads of houses around, loads of kids running around. It's great stuff. And with my little boy now, he's going to have great fun out there. I didn't think, right, that I would get absolutely bombarded in my own gaff by all these kids going up. Dude, did you get ruined by about... Like, when when did kids start going trick-or-treating in gangs of 10? When did that happen? <laughs> Seriously. Brought their whole family. And they were... Do you know what they were doing? They were driving into the estate from different estates to come in. So, me like an idiot, right? I went down and bought, like, Mars bars and Twix. You know, like... Not top brands, but, you know... At least I don't say the words chocolate bar on them. You know those... You know those low-level sort of uh, stores where the only advertising that they have for a certain product is they put exactly what it is on the thing. They just have milk, and that's it. You know, not like a premier dairy or any of that sort of like Wafer bar. That's what it is. Yeah, it's a complete rip-off. Like, rice cereal for your kids. You know, like, the <laughs> worst advertising ever. Yogurt drink. So I went and bought all that sort of high-end stuff. Within 10 minutes, fleeced I was. Absolutely fleeced. And they come up your driveway they knocked the door and some of them didn't even say trick or treat and I tried to be like oh look at you little girl you're what are you a princess blank nothing didn't interact at all they're looking at me like just give me your sweets exactly shut your face (laughs) and give me the stuff you bought so I was nearly out of stuff by 10 minutes had to run down to the shop had to go down to Aldi and get the no name stuff and do you know what I I bought 20 quids worth which is at least 750,000 bars and I put them all into the container and I opened the door delighted with myself and as I was giving them just as I closed the door as girls were walking away she turns around and goes huh so you must have run out of the good stuff I was like Jesus ruthless absolutely ruthless I know I know no we got some good ones we got some good like you know little kids that are doing it probably for the first time they're like having a great time and then uh, we had two come at the door much older and they essentially just stood there with a look on their face like you know what I'm in for give me what I'm here for oh and, yeah uh, when I look behind him, there's a kid in a wheelchair, and I'm thinking, "Oh shit, I feel a bit bad now because, yeah. you know, you know, that's nice of him to take him out." Then I realised I'd seen the same two kids walking down the road earlier that night when I'd got in from work. Oh my god! And for somewhere they'd got a wheelchair and they were going around in that. So yeah, that is bad. That is pretty grim. They deserve less sweets. But I was the same. I had lads come to the door and they were taller than me. I didn't know whether to give them a razor and a pack of condoms or give them a chocolate bar. Do you know what I mean? I didn't know whether to give them like advice on how to pick up chicks. Oh man! Honest to God, 
Do you know what? We've gone off on such a tangent here. I think we have to reel it back into Packers before we lose all of our followers. <laughs> and nobody listens to us again. So if you're still with us, well done. Yeah. Um, you've made it this far. You get a prize. You've, heard, you've, you've managed to listen to how Steve got bullied by children in his neighborhood. Look, they're who stole all his sweets. They, they'd facial hair to die for here. And that was only the girls. It was shocking. <laughs> but come here yeah let's 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 bring this thing back to packers um, and let's talk about giveaways i was giving away sweets at the door so now we're practically giving away free stuff we have this thing we hooked up with this um movie uh gridiron uk which sounds like gridiron the magazine which we've 10 percent off as well on the site just hit it up so we hooked up this movie gridiron uk there's some you know famous actors british actors in there and uh, there's also Dorsey Levens, isn't there, Ryan? The uh, top running back, legend running back um, from back in the day. One of your faves, the reason, right? The reason I'm a Packers fan. That's yeah. right. So he was on the cover of what? Uh, tell us that story again. On the cover of, what was it, Madden, was it? On the cover of this very Madden game here, oh. 2000s. There it is. That's old school there. So, yeah. Very old school. And he was on the cover of that, and that was my first Madden game, and that's how I ended up being a Packers fan. Um, but I think everyone's heard my story talk about history so there you go Dorsey's in this he's in as the coach so it's a real story about the crew railroaders uh, that were called an American football team back in the 80s so the guy Gary Delaney created this movie I think he ended up being a screenwriter and a comedian then after so he created this movie so we've hooked up and partnered up with them because they asked us you know did we want to push out the DVD for a special price we said yeah we might be interested in that so uh, if you use the code GRIDIRONUK45 and you go to the link just hit us up on Twitter or Facebook we've the link there and we sent out a newsletter too so it retails on Amazon for fifteen ninety nine, but you get it with us for 6 blips so 6 quid and everybody who buys the DVD and it looks uh, like you know I haven't to be honest with you I haven't seen the movie it has the legend in it I've seen the trailers and all the rest of it um, so I've bought my copy so um, it has Dorsey Levens in it as the coach dude and everybody who buys the DVD with that offer gets automatically put into a draw to win a Dorsey Levens signed jersey and the jersey was actually worn and used in the movie so look it's a bit of cool unique merch uh, that you can't get anywhere else we thought we were, you might be interested in it so we're putting it out there for you anything's worth it if it's free you might as well go for it <laughs> yeah and uh, similarly look the podcast uh, is doing great we love hearing the feedback from you guys you were in London there ryan i mean you saw people that knew about us right yeah yeah it was really good and uh we got some really good feedback as well actually obviously you know the main point they said generally was you know can understand you just fine irish guy <laughs> don't know what he's saying um shame it doesn't come with subtitles but you know we, we can just about get through it oh. so that was good yeah really positive stuff discrimination dara o'brien has been over in the uk paving the way for irish viewers <laughs> like me so come on uh, yeah so we got some good feedback on the podcast but look we really appreciate any reviews that you leave on itunes as long as they're five stars uh, so if you get on there and leave us some reviews uh, we'd greatly appreciate it on top of that we have some sort of a bag of swag that we have uh, of lambo products so what we're going to do is is again all out of our own pocket and all the rest is if you leave us a review let us know and we'll try send you out something that we have uh, that came all the way over from Lambeau Field. Now we've a limited amount of stuff. Now that doesn't mean we've two of them. We've a, we've a, a bag of stuff. Well, um, yeah, I've just had a look in the bag of stuff. Yeah. Um, some bits that are in there. I think we should give away this time. Get lamb, get loud Lambo badges. Yeah. Um, we should, so we'll give those out. And I think I've got eleven or twelve of them. So basically, the next eleven or twelve comments um, and, and, and feedback on the ratings, then we should be able to get them out to you. 
Yeah, and look, we're going to post them out, and we post them out with money from our own pocket. It's not as if we have, like, some big sugar daddy. Not unless you want to be the sugar daddy for us and sponsor us, by all means. So, yeah, give us a review, because it does help us out. Like, we, we spend a lot of time on this podcast. People seem to enjoy it, so we're going to keep her going. Um, and as well as that, we'll send you out something nice. And do you know what? We might start reading out the... Uh, you know the recent reviews let's read one will we great blokes great show five stars by chris in the good land whatever that means Steve and ryan are naturals light-hearted well-informed and always funny they are well connected with the club and their past guests show it as an american living in britain these guys do a lot to help packers the packer season feel like home so look people like the pod and we're going to give you free stuff so to subscribe is free to write a review is free and for us to send you stuff out costs us money, but we love you. We're going to send stuff out anyway. But Ryan, it's time for a bit of punishment. Go on then, let's do it. You're going to try and get back to it. I'm sure it's 4-3 to me. Well, it's not going to matter because either way, it's going to oh, be it? me. You're going to get me, eh? Well, I'm going to keep it a Halloween themed. It's only oh, right. Okay. So you're going to ask me in 1921. In Some sort of first touchdown score on Halloween. Yeah, who was the uh, third string running back back in 1945? No. <laughs> I'm going to keep a Halloween team. So the Green Bay Packers played the Chicago Bears on October 31st, 1994 on a ridiculously just soaked and soggy, rubbish night. Okay. Okay, yeah. It was so bad that they couldn't throw said ball even with an amazing quarterback. So they scored four touchdowns that night okay. on the run. Now, this is just to get it warmed up here. Four of them, and there's two touchdown scores. One player scored three, and one player scored one. Can you name those two players? This is a warm-up because the real question comes thereafter. Let's just right. see how... So I thought you... Yeah. Okay, so I've got to get... So this isn't actually for the point. This is just for a bit of fun. A bit of fun, yeah. Just a bit of fun. I kind of get the feeling that a lot of our listeners that were, you know, back there in 94 watching it are going, this is easy. Oh, yeah. um, I'm trying to even think who was... Uh, oh. Do you know what? I'm not even sure the running back... I'm not yeah. even sure who the running back would have been. Do you want me to give you a first initial? Uh, go on then. E. You might get it now. Yeah, because I think I know some of them, but Edgar Bennett. Boom, boom, boom. So did he score three or did he score one? I'm going to guess he scored three. Dead right. Because I reckon the one. Hmm. Is it random? Is it, an, is it another running back? Maybe. It may be. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not. Um, Think Falcons game. Think Falcons game of this weekend. The number one running back for the Packers. What does that even mean? Who was the number one running back for the Packers against the Falcons? Had a career oh. day running. Rogers was it? Indeed. So I think along the same lines. <laughs> okay, so then I'm guessing it's Brett Favre. Indeed. Did you, you think I was saying it was Aaron Rodgers there for a second? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really know what you were saying because I was thinking. Lead Russia, but we, you know, no, I don't know. We don't, don't have know. any running backs. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so by the way, your clues really give it away. You need to work on your clues. 
I know. I'm making it easy because the next one's impossible. So, so you basically, I've got that. You've given me that to make me feel good. But here comes the actual question where you're going to beat me. Yep. So, now I want the answer within 20 yards. Okay. Okay. Well, you know how long it takes me to run 20 yards. So, I've got about two days. So, the Packers... <laughs> let's hope not. I'll edit it out. So, the Packers <laughs> ran for 223 yards in that game. Wow. Okay. I want to know within 20 yards how many yards did they run for in that season in that season mm-hmm. uh, okay so trying to think what a normal sort of season would have been back then in a run heavy game although they got Brett Favre so you'd kind of imagine they just throw all the time would I be oh, no I would be surely I'm crazy I think on a game looking at 16 this is where the awkward's on us I need to fill this in with like you're going to have to put some background music in it or lift, like um, lift music like the, or something get like the countdown music or something put that on in the background okay let's go for it then 13 I'm going to go 1340 and I'm counting it within 20 yards the answer you went 1340 it's completely guessed. <laughs> I could be a million miles away. I was don't know. Only 519 yards all season. What? Yeah, they rushed for almost half of their entire rushing yards in that game <laughs> than they did all season. How incredible is that? That's unreal. So I'm, I'm, what you're saying is there, I was a little bit off. <laughs> I, love, I tried to build it up, but within 20 yards, you're like, yeah, yeah, did he get it within 19? No. That's ridiculous, because at first I, I was thinking, what, a thousand? A thousand's not enough. Yeah. You'd oh. think, wouldn't you? Especially since 223 yards in that game alone, you think, Jesus, if, if that's one game and you have 100 and all the rest of them, yeah, you're talking up around what you're saying, but 519 is absolutely criminal. I'm a bit gutted because I think even with the questions I've got wrong so far doing this, I haven't, you know, I've always been sort of roughly there or thereabouts or been yeah. on the right tracks. I was miles off. But look, so would I. And that's why I mentioned the 230 yards. But anyway, I'm not going to feel sorry for you. I'm delighted. Screw Brilliant. you. So, so it's there four, you go. 4-4. Four. Four, four. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> Just going to sit here and sulk, so thanks for ruining my day. There's the old married couple thing coming out again. But come here. Um, the Atlanta Falcons game, I think... We've said all we have to say there. Look, we were stacked up against it, backs up against the wall, and we pulled out a ripper of a performance. Now, will we be so full-on um, in the game against the Colts? That's something that we're going to discuss on Thursday. We're going to break down the stats. Um, but look, in the meantime, uh, get onto iTunes. Give us an L subscribe, if you can. Give us an L review, if you can. Um, and I think that's all to be said, really, Ryan, isn't it? Yep, absolutely. Um, get on the website. Um, yep. get checking it out uh, there's plenty on there there's lots of offers for you guys for all different ranges of things um, me and Steer are constantly working trying to get you more offers and more discounts on things as, as we can um, so yeah just get on there and make use of it because it's all there for you it's all set up that you just got to click on the links yeah and let us know on Twitter then what you thought of the podcast uh, hit us up with any questions and stuff and you want discussed in the next pod any potential guests that you want we try to get them on you know we've got Greg Jennings Mark Murphy Mason Crosby Mike Daniels uh, Mike Spofford was great if you want to go back and listen to that podcast I mean that dude's well informed um, he knows better than we do not to try to predict the outcome of a game um, and he's always pretty level headed but look 
uh, for this edition and I know it's slightly later when we have sort of a, a late Sunday night game but from myself at CDD NFL on Twitter give me a follow at UK Packers you probably follow the group and give me old buddy me old pal at Ryan Peacock fellow co-founder of the group uh, hard work and do the same as myself and I'll follow but for this week it's goodbye good day <laughs>